You are going to pay more for cost per click, like Keith said, because the audience is very small. But that's okay. These people are worth a lot to you. Hey, I know life's busy and I totally get that. But, you know, you have some really cool stuff waiting for you. You know, just finish your purchase today. If they're already getting organic traffic, they're already running ads. Guess what? You're going to be the hero. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. Hello and welcome to episode 121 of Perpetual Traffic. Today, we're going to be talking about two keys. I think the two biggest keys that will get you higher fees, more demand, better clients, and enjoy a better lifestyle. All right? Literally like the two keys that unlock the gates to a world where sometimes the clients are pitching you instead of you pitching them or you trying to sell your services. And we're gonna talk about the two keys and one of them specifically is I think dismissed a lot. But when you have both of these together, it really can be game changing and you can see exponential growth. So we've got Jason on board to kind of tell his story a little bit. Jason Smith is a graduate of our certification program that we held last February 2017 in Austin, Texas. Molly was one of the speakers and so was Ryan Dice. And this was a dominatewebmedia.com event. And we've got another certification event, another live in-person certification event coming up November 30th through December 3rd. There's a lot of reasons why we do this live. Not going to go down that right now, but mostly so we can go deep. We can look people in the eye because we're looking for consultants that we can refer out to people that trust us, to my friends, to our subscribers, our customers, all right? Looking for talent to potentially come and sharpen their acts and refine their skills and master their craft, working with the agency, either part-time or full-time. And we're also looking for high quality advisors. They're like the coaches inside of our navigator coaching community at Dominate Web Media. It's kind of a done with you program. We help businesses scale out their ads. And if you're interested in learning more about the certification event, go to dominatewebmedia.com forward slash consulting. But today specifically, it's all about how to grow a consulting business. Got Jason and uh, Ralph and Molly, all of us today. Jason, dude, thanks for coming on, man. Glad to be here. Cool. So Jason Smith is a recent graduate of the certification. And Jason is uh, one of the fellow bearded brothers out there. He's got the big, long beard and is a former LA police officer. We're not talking about in Beverly Hills. We're talking about East LA, the sections of LA where there's murders every single day. Jason came to our event in a transition period in his life where he was dabbling in MLMs, network marketing companies, and he wanted to be out of that life. He's got two kids, two young kids, and he came to our event with virtually no experience running Facebook ads. And literally a month or two after the event, he, he was already acquiring high-level clients. And now Jason has a book of clients. He's growing his business. He's also working part-time for the DWM agency. And I think his, his income has actually passed up his income as a police officer. In the LA area, that's, that's one of the higher end incomes for policemen. So get a little frame there, Jason, but Jason's just one of those good dudes. He's got a great heart 
he's in this for the right reasons. And Jason, I just, I just love what's happening right now. And I can't wait to see, you know, what happens next, but thanks for coming on, dude. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Cool. So I mentioned two keys that can change the game and literally unlock the gates where, you know, clients will be pitching you instead of you pitching clients. And those two keys are number one, building your authority, right? How can you build your authority? And there's a lot of ways to do this much faster than the traditional way. You know, you can run ads, you can build a sales funnel, you can piggyback off of uh, another expert who has a bigger brand and help them and have them refer you business. There's a lot of different ways to do this. Now, the second key to truly exponentially growing a, a consulting business is becoming a master at your craft. There's a great book by Cal Newport called So Good They Can't Ignore You. I highly recommend anybody reading that. And if you're a business owner, have people on your team read this book or listen to the Audible. What he does is he calls out a little bit of the the gurus out there that are telling people to go follow their passion and just completely build a business based around their passion. And, you know, he kind of brings up some amazing points and how when you actually start to master your craft and become a master craftsman and become really good at something, you become passionate about that. And when you get so good at something, when you get so good at running Facebook ads where you can take a losing campaign and turn it into a winning campaign and you can help a client that wasn't doing very well before double or triple or quadruple their ROI or their conversion rates, what that does is it builds the confidence. So we're going to talk about those two things and really how to do that. So if you have a consulting business or want to grow a consulting business, even if that business is on the side. Maybe your your goal is to build an e-commerce store, but you've got to have the cash flow to to do that. And you also want to sharpen your skills and get really good at this digital marketing stuff. I think the best way to do that is to become a consultant and you know work in different niches and different industries. So Jason showed up at our event with literally no experience. And Jason, I want you to just kind of tell tell me your story a little bit. Yeah, so I was a L.A. policeman for over 13 years. I worked in all the worst neighborhoods in Los Angeles for 13 years. And, you know, when you work in these neighborhoods, uh, you're confronted with stuff. Guys are killing each other every single night in a six mile radius. When you have, you know, 140, 150 homicides a year, that'll tell you how violent it is there. And no one really knows about it. And that's the funny thing. You live 15, 20 minutes outside of of these neighborhoods in Los Angeles and no one really knows what goes on in these places. It's pretty crazy. But what that does to to you as a person is it, you know, you become very calloused. Um, you look at the world in a different light than you would a normal person. I was really negative. No personal development going on. Was reading zero books. Was around negative people all day. And, you know, in stressful situations every single night for 13 years, it kind of wears on you. I was at a place in my life where I was just, I was done with that stuff. You know, I still to this day have you know, dreams that I'm getting shot or I'm chasing after somebody and my gun doesn't work or, or something like that. So it, it definitely wears on you mentally, you know, especially working in those type of neighborhoods where, you know, people want to hurt you. Like they, they don't care if you wear a uniform. They don't care if you're a dad. They don't care if you have kids. They don't care if you, you know, you make it home you know, to your family that night. They really want to hurt you. So then, and, you know, working in that for so long, I was just, you know, I was just done. So literally one day just made the decision went in and turned in my resignation. I said, I'm out of here. <laughs> and uh, my boss at the time was like, you're, this is a joke, right? Like, please tell me you're joking because, you know, I was a very good policeman and I was good at what I did. Man, it was just, it was just a huge decision for me. And, and it, you know, when I walked in to turn in my resignation, 
it was just like a huge weight was lifted off my shoulders. You know, it's, it's very stressful. Uh, and, um, being sued in federal court three times and for doing, doing your job, you know, and that's the amazing thing is, is it's, it's so diluted and it's just the politics are, are out of control. And, you know, when a police department says, oh, well, you're, you know, you may be on the hook for $850,000 worth of punitive damages in, in federal court. You're like, wait a second, I'm a policeman. Like I, I wear this uniform for you guys, you know, try to clean up the city. So that stuff just wears on you after so many years. But yeah, so I was in a huge transition in my life. Uh, when I came to the certification, I was actually a part of a, a pretty big MLM company and actually doing really well. I was actually the only one that put together the type of marketing that I was doing. And I was running Facebook ads on a really low level for my own MLM business. And that's why I came to the certifications because I, at the time, wanted to just better my Facebook ads and get a little more knowledge on how to scale that out for myself. I was making, you know, a decent income, not too good, but, you know, I knew the growth was there. And I knew Facebook for me was a way to do that because I saw everything going on around me in Facebook. So stumbled across the certification actually, and then filled out the application and uh, was accepted. And yeah, showed up not knowing what the heck I was getting myself into. <laughs> but honestly, it was the best thing I ever did. So it changed my life. Take us back to the event that first day, what it, what it felt like again. How did you feel when you were there? at the certification event. Once the class started, I, I thought I was in the wrong place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> am I in the right class right now? I felt, I felt a little dumb. You know, I was like, this is way too high level for me, you know, throwing out all these CPAs and KPIs. And I'm like, what the hell is all this stuff? <laughs> yeah, it was really intimidating. And, and, you know, I'm not one to be easily intimidated because of my background and stuff. And it was a weird feeling for me because I felt out of my element completely. Obviously, I was pretty freaked out. I, I almost turned around and walked out, you know, and not only that, but, you know, no name tag for me. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> definitely in the wrong place. <laughs> Forgot that. I didn't have a name tag. <laughs> Oops. It's like, who's this Jason Smith guy walks in with beard and tattoos and, you know, all that stuff. And everybody else's looks a lot different from me. So I was like, yeah, I'm in the wrong place, you know, but no, it was definitely an eye opener for me. And that's how it all started, you know, right there when I walked through those doors. I think the big thing with Jason is he, when he came to that program, I remember he was the first person to walk up to me and say, hey, I just want to let you know that I'm going to put in all the work that's necessary to work with you at some point. I don't know when that time is going to be, but I'm going to put in the effort. And I was like, great. Um, and you could tell, I mean, he was obviously, he was, the stuff that we were talking about was a little bit over his head. But the thing with you is that you're a total action taker. So you can go to all the trainings. And I mean, I'm sure a lot of people that are listening to this podcast have heard like pitches for trainings before and how you can change your life. Well, that's great, but you actually have to go and then apply it and then just be so just diligent and dogged in your pursuit of it. And that's exactly what you've done. You are a huge, huge action taker. And right after that event, um, you know, you started to really transform, you know, not only your finances, but also you know, the ability to be able to bring in customers for your, for your clients. And if you can actually do that, if you can figure out a way, like if the whole like agency blew up tomorrow, I always would know that there's always going to be a demand out there for people to grow businesses faster than they could do it on their own. And that's basically what we do in the agency. We just happen to do it with Facebook ads, but you learned this skill as a craftsman. Great. But then applied it and then, you know, certainly proved yourself 
you know, through the, the months after that, so much so that I remember talking to you back in May. I was like, damn, I got to figure out a way to get this guy working with us. He's so freaking awesome in so many different ways. And you created sort of this specialty role. We brought you in as what we call the Hirsute Handyman, <laughs> which is, uh, you had to look up Hirsute. I actually didn't know it either. I, my next door neighbor is a rocket scientist, so he calls me Hirsute whenever I grow a beard. But anyway, so neither here nor there. But um, so we figured out a way to use you in that. And now you're full running account management ads. I mean, you're a huge part of the agency now. It's because you figured it out. You did the training and you applied it and you're a huge action taker. And obviously, you know, it's icing on the cake that we all, you know, think you're pretty cool and maybe a little bit somewhat intimidated by you, but that's all right. <laughs> when we did our last certification, I talked a lot about your authority score and what can happen because it, it changed my life when I started running ads for free for Perry Marshall, you know, and then I started teaching this stuff and people just want to hire you. It's just what happens. And so when you build your authority, it makes a huge difference. But the reason why I was able to do that was because I started running ads because a friend of Perry's recommended me, was talking about me at a mastermind. One of my clients, Bill, who was in a mastermind with Perry, was like, yeah, this guy Keith's running my ads, and he cut our cost per lead by 64%. So Perry's marketing director at the time, which was Jack Bourne, this is way back in 2000, I think 12 maybe, and so I started running ads for them, and then they started acquiring customers for their 80-20 book funnel lower than they ever had before, even during the AdWords heydays. And so, you know, we talked about the authority stuff a lot. So a lot of people, they come and they're like, okay, I want to get certified, and then I'm expecting to get all these leads from you. And the guys that take action, okay, if you go to dominatewebmedia.com forward slash consulting, you can watch a webinar. It's probably going to be a recorded webinar or a Facebook Live of four or five or six of our recent graduates and Jason's on there and <laughs> how their businesses change, how their clients' businesses have changed, how their lives have changed. So if you're thinking like, I already have a consulting business, or if you're looking at, should I do this? Like, you know, a couple clients paying me, you know, two to five grand a month or more, that's pretty good income, you know, five grand a month, 10 grand a month off a couple clients. You know, should you do this? Yes. Okay. Can you do this part-time? Yes. Is it a lot of work? Absolutely. When I was doing it, it was a transitionary period. I was working full-time as the e-commerce account manager. And like Jason, I had a son at the time, a young son. I didn't want him to see the chaos that was happening. It was a big transition period. And so I would work at night and then I would get up at 4.30 in the morning and work before he woke up. So it was after he went to bed, before he got up. And then I would go to work and then I would, thanks to Tim Ferriss and the four-hour body, I'd do it, usually a 10 to 15 minute power nap. Usually it was about 12 after lunch, you know, during the day job and uh, in the car. So I wouldn't be tired in the afternoon and then do it all over again. But I only had to do that for six months because once I got the confidence, once I got those key couple clients that gave me the confidence to tell my boss, you know what, I, I can't afford to work here full time anymore. And so then she actually was like, well, how about if we just pay you as a consultant and you don't work here anymore? And I'm like, okay, yeah. But the point is, it was because I did the work. And the reason why Jason's life is changing it's because they, they are, you know, doing what it takes. And so when you have a combination of the right training, the right mentors, and you do the work, your life will change. I promise you. But it's not just going to get handed to you. So Jason, kudos to you for getting out there and, and crushing it, dude. It's like, it's only just begun. I promise you. Thanks. I appreciate it. And, you know, and just piggybacking on that. I mean, I was, you know, I have two kids, single dad, and, um, you know, one of my biggest things was 
spending more time with them because as a policeman, I was, you know, 12 hour shifts and, you know, I was doing stuff every night. You know, sometimes I'd have on top of my 12 hour shifts, 12 to 24 hours of overtime, sleep at the station, get two hours sleep, get up, go back to work in a really violent place where you should have nine or 10 hours sleep, but you get a couple hours, you know. So I was also I was used to working a lot of hours. And then when I transitioned to this, my main thing was I want to be home with my kids. You know, nothing's going to stop me from being able to to achieve that. And, you know, I'd get home, help my kids with homework, do whatever I had to do, put them to bed. And then I'd be up till two, three, four in the morning sometimes, you know, working my butt off. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy to say and Molly appreciate this, but I think I'm the record holder for the most certifications from DM in one day. I think I did four <laughs> in a Saturday. Wow. Way to go. <laughs> Heck yeah. He is the world's record holder, actually. We need to get you a trophy. <laughs> I love it. But, you know, those certifications, I mean, you know, you sit and listen to this stuff and it's, it's a lot of work. I mean, in that Saturday, I probably learned a ton just sitting there doing that stuff and putting my kids in front of Netflix. And, you know, unfortunately, but hey, it's work, you know, and I had to do it. And it was only a few times. But you work your butt off. And yeah, my, my life has changed completely. OK, so I'm going to give a little frame so people understand, like, where you came from. And just real quick, I'm going to read off this message that Jason posted in the private Facebook group. This is about a month and a half after the certification event. Jason posts, the results are in after 30 days. This is where we are at. Ad spend, 14573 Purchases, 29947 This is the most revenue the client has ever done since going into the business three years ago. Such a great story. Thank you for sharing. And I spoke at a Lead Pages event converted last week. And the first thing I said was, you know, you guys are going to learn a lot over the next two days, but it's what you actually do. And I think even in my career, most of what I've learned is from execution. So I just can't say how important it is for your career, your business, and really whatever you're doing, you know, learn from smart people and then do stuff. That's really where most of your skills are going to come from. Absolutely. It's, it's interesting because when you acquire these skills, these are not things that just can only be used in this one circumstance. Okay. Number one is social media is where people are at and that's never going away. And if you can get good at building a system, a machine that can acquire customers, that can go out and put somebody's brand out in front of people on the biggest social network there is, which is Facebook, and literally attract them to want to learn more about your brand, which is how we teach people to do it, and it's all automated. And guess what happens? You can siphon those new subscribers, those fans, those customers over to YouTube or Instagram or Snapchat or whatever channel your email list, of course, it's part of the process, but whatever channel you want to build, you can filter that. So the fastest way to build all your social is to dial in something like Facebook. And especially when you do it the way we teach it, which is story-based ads and longer copy and video ads that can be used, pretty much can be used in YouTube, you know, and a clip of it can be used in Instagram and some of these other platforms. And so you become a valuable commodity. And then like Jason said, when you get that additional digital marketing, just core foundational knowledge that you can look at a client campaign and I call it revamp. Like one of my questions for the next episode, next week's episode is whenever you're getting ready to hire a potential consultant or put somebody on your team into that position of acquiring customers 
is like how many revamp campaigns have you accomplished? Like how many uh, successful revamp campaigns have you been involved in? How many losing campaigns have you turned into winning campaigns? And most people just learning Facebook ads the normal way don't have a lot of that in their repertoire. And this is what we teach people to do is to be able to look at a situation and help a client with change their offer if they need to, or have a different hook or run a video ad depending on each situation. And so this is going to definitely help you with your entire skill. So you become a much more valuable commodity. And so it's back to that mastering your craft, right? So Jason, his value is getting greater and greater. And so it's funny because literally last night while I was working on some slides, I was thinking about the next certification that we do. And I'm like, gosh, you know, these colleges like University of Washington or Harvard or or whether it's a good public school or just an average public school or a private college, you're spending somewhere between nine or 10 and $50,000 a year. And they have student loans you can get. And I'm like, you know, maybe we should just for the next certification, lower the amount of people even more. You know, we're only accepting 40 people into this one, but maybe we should lower it to even more to, to 20 or 15 and really have the application process similar to getting into an Ivy League school and charge more money, you know, and then, and then maybe give them a bigger payment plan because I'm seeing what happens when people apply this stuff. And it's something that will pay you back by a hundred thousand fold, you know, if you do the work and then you can utilize that if you want to just go get a regular job because you can now help any business build a customer generating machine. These are real skills. <laughs> Having two sons that are looking at colleges right now. I mean, this is it's a four year commitment and then, you know, school after that potentially. But I'm like, what are these guys actually going to learn when they come out of there? My boys are very entrepreneurial and they want to start their own businesses. But I mean, this is like the education after college, the stuff that'll actually really make an impact not only in the world, but also on your life and your livelihood and your finances and everything else that go along with it. And I, and I do think that one thing that I think Jason brought to the equation, which is another part to this whole thing and not necessarily just learning a skill, obviously, and being a craftsman, but also having the mindset where, you know, a lot of things go wrong when it comes to Facebook. Like we always sort of say that inside the agency. It's like, hey, things are going great. Like now is the time to be on your guard because that's usually when the shit hits the fan. And like figuring out problems. And 70 to 80% of the time when we run ads, like they don't work. So we have to figure out a better way to do it. And I think Jason brings that mindset of like, all right, that's fine. You know, maybe that's like that that LA cop background. It's like, hey, figure out a better way. But you do have to have that mindset. If you've got the training, you have to use a certain amount of your own common sense to then really figure it out because no one's going to hand that to you. And I think with you, Jason, you put in the work. You didn't expect any return from it. You're like, I'm going to give until I finally do get. I prove myself here. And a lot of that has to do with just overcoming obstacles, never giving up, having that solution-oriented mindset, all of which you've got. And that's something that's hard to teach, in my opinion, but you got to have it to be successful in doing what we do. And one thing I just want to bring up, you guys, is it hasn't even been a year for me. <laughs> I mean, the last, the last certification was in, was in February, right, you guys? I mean, so... Yeah. It hasn't even been a year and it took me 13 years to get to a certain pay scale at the police department, which was pretty good because I was working a ton of overtime and killing myself basically. And I'm making more than that now in less than a year. So yeah. I just want people to really realize what this can do. And and it was the base was a certification, action taking, and really having you guys as great mentors and friends, you know, and that's 
one of my main things I do miss about the police department was just a handful of guys. It was a core group of guys that that you really trusted. And I feel like I have that here with DWM and and everybody that I work with, uh, you know, on this side of stuff. So it's pretty awesome. Dude, that's that's amazing, man. That's I love it. Back to, you know, running uh, campaigns for clients as well as with the DWM agency. Like, on, you know, on a day-to-day basis, what do you focus on most? Like, what do you specialize in? I know you've had some pretty cool stories of, you know, I, I shared that uh, client campaign that you did shortly after, you know, the event. But, like, where do you kind of specialize in and, and where do you see some of the opportunities with Facebook or with consultants being able to talk about with potential clients? So e-commerce is something that I kind of fell into after the certification. One of my clients that I landed I didn't really know it at the time, you know, but it was a pretty big client and it was an e-com client. Didn't really know much about it. And after the certification, you know, we get access to a, a like a mastermind uh, of guys and, and a core group of people. And that's where I learned a lot of the stuff about e-commerce. I was just asking questions and putting stuff together. But yeah, so I, I love e-commerce. I would say 90% of my time is consumed with e-commerce and, uh, you know, with the Shopify platform and, you know, really honing my skills doing that. And, and I really love retargeting because I think that's one piece of the puzzle that a lot of businesses don't do enough of. So I really wanted to get good at, you know, what, what the best way to retarget is for all my clients, not just e-com, but all my clients. You know, I've developed a pretty good skill on how to generate an additional 20 to 30, maybe even 40% more of their income by retargeting. And that's something that a lot wow. of businesses just don't they want cold traffic coming in and I totally get that. But when you have the retargeting on the back end, you know, I always tell my clients, it's like a never ending revolving door that, you know, the cold will come in, become warm. But then if you have something on the back end to retarget them, they either will come back um, they'll stay on the platform and they'll interact with you more and you'll just generate more sales, you know, and, and that's ultimately what you want as a business owner is revenue, right? Yeah. It's like a system. (laughs) It's like a a well-oiled machine. You know, the Facebook ah. machine, you, you bring them in cold, warm them up, retarget them with a certain ad. And of course, you know, ad copy has a lot to do with that. You don't want to be too pushy. But what I found is people want to be told like, hey, you know, you have some awesome stuff in your cart. Just go back and purchase today. Like yeah. people really yeah. appreciate that instead of trying to give this big, long story. Yeah. And Jason, are you doing a lot of this through dynamic product ads? You know, through e-commerce, it's a little bit easier because a lot of the e-commerce clients that I work with are on Shopify and I I advocate Shopify just because it communicates so well with Facebook. It's a seamless communication and, you know, not a lot of the bugs exist and stuff. It's just really cool. So, yeah, so a lot of DPAs, which are the dynamic product ads, which are a pixel based, you know, retargeting formula that Shopify and Facebook communicate with each other with. And there's some awesome stuff going on with DPAs and really powerful ways that you can retarget. I mean, you can retarget people that have upcoming birthdays. And I mean, who's doing that really? Wow, that's crazy. Wow. Especially for e-commerce. Right. Yeah. Say, hey, I know it's your birthday coming up. Here's an extra 10% off your next purchase. Like people love that stuff, you know? So that's what I've really, along with e-commerce, but really tried to formulate a plan for my clients and how they can generate just a little bit more income. And we all know as business owners, if you can generate another even 25% more income, that's huge for your family or for yourself or take a vacation with that money, you know, stuff like that. So, so it's pretty awesome. 
you know, you're picking up the, the apples dropping out of the apple truck. It's like having somebody walking behind the truck. You're just picking them up, right? You're just, hey, here you go. Yeah, and it's the thing too is we all have to remember, like I try to put myself in the customer shoes. Like I'm busy, right? So I may start my journey uh, to purchase on my phone. And then guess what? My son comes up to me and says, dad, I need help with my homework. And I stop the purchase because I have to go help him with homework. And then two days go by and I'm like, oh crap. You know, but if I see an ad, within those two days, like to remind me saying, Hey, I know life's busy and, and I totally get that, but you know, you have some really cool stuff waiting for you, you know, just finish your purchase today and people appreciate that, you know, and it's not bugging them. And that's what I found is, you know, creating this system on how to retarget and it's great. It's awesome. And it really is a super system. I mean, it's like we've, we've sort of developed this grid where there's five levels of it. And it's, it's really, it's at the very deep sort of bottom of funnel. Let's say somebody's added something to a cart or has viewed the product page or uh, has already gone all the way through checkout. So, or loyalty campaigns for people, which people forget about all the time. It's like people who buy from you once, why don't you try to sell them something else? You know, yeah. I mean, hello. The end of the customer journey is, I always say this, it's the most underutilized uh, part of the customer journey in terms of marketing campaigns, especially ads. People focus so much on, you know, the awareness and that initial conversion, but that's where your return on ad spend is really going to going to come from those campaigns that are asking people to buy again or to buy something else so so powerful and even if you're running email campaigns for monetization ad campaigns can still be used for monetization too right think about all the emails that you miss in your inbox even if they see the email and the ad right? It's just solidifying the message. So, you know, if you do one thing from this episode, obviously give Jason a round of applause for his journey, but also figure out what are some campaigns, some monetization, Facebook ad campaigns that you can set up to increase your customer value and to generate some cash, especially with the holidays yeah, coming up. For sure. Yeah. And actually, Molly, I love that. Think about if you're a consultant right now, let's say you get a new client or you have an existing client, and you just listened to episode 120 with Franny, and it was a high level, you know, five steps to amazing Facebook ad copy, right? And let's say while you're in that phase, the first thing you do is just bolt on some either DPA ads, like Jason mentioned, or just regular retargeting to something simple for a client or a new client. And then all of a sudden, it's like if they're already getting organic traffic, they're already running ads, guess what? You're going to be the hero immediately. You're just bolting it on. You don't have to come up with anything genius. And then while that's there, now you can spend that, you know, maybe a few weeks building something epic to attract and target big, wide, cold audiences as well to get more people into that warm audience. And you know what, guys, just to touch on one thing too with retargeting, I mean, we also have to remember, and this is one thing I learned really quickly doing retargeting is you don't have to spend a lot to get a huge return on your investment when you're retargeting. I mean, your CPAs no. are super low. Like, I mean, we're, we're getting CPAs for a few dollars where cold traffic CPAs are like a hundred bucks. So when you retarget like that, you do it the right way and your copy's good and solid and you're targeting the right audience and that messaging is correct. I mean, your CPAs are like next to nothing and you're spending, you know, I would say 
half, if not less, uh, of what you would on a cold campaign, but generating the ROI that's like 10x, you know, yeah. so it's pretty awesome. Well, and if you spend too much, your frequency is going to be too high. So yeah, keep in mind, these are super small campaigns. I mean, some of our retargeting campaigns really far down the customer journey are like $5 a day. Yep. Just keep that in mind. It doesn't take a lot. This is a simple reminder. But don't overanalyze the other stats, like the cost per click and click-through rate and all that stuff, because small audiences, you're going to pay probably more for cost per click and stuff. Jason's talking about cost per action, like your cost per sale or cost per lead. Yeah. And you are going to pay more for cost per click, like he said, because the audience is very small, but that's okay. These people are worth a lot to you. And those audiences, remember, are fed by the cold traffic campaign. So the more you put on, you know, obviously you're going to have more to deal with and more to actually, you know, go after for people who have added to your cart, if you 10x your cold traffic, obviously that's going to 10x potentially the people who are coming all the way through your process. So, I mean, these are additive to overall campaigns, but they grow over time. And it's certainly one of the reasons why, you know, Facebook and e-commerce and Shopify in particular have such a great marriage is because these are so easy to set up with native integration. And I, I know that's obviously an area that you focused on. One of the reasons why we're so psyched to have you working inside the agency to help us out with that. And also, you know, our huge focus on e-commerce. But what is it about Shopify specifically and Facebook? Like from your perspective, like why are they do they work so well and it makes it so seamless from an advertising standpoint? Well, it's because, you know, uh, Shopify's just done a great job developing their software around Facebook and the changes and, and different things. All you really have to do, like, you know, to set up a Shopify store. It's, it's probably the easiest thing you could, you could ever do. I mean, literally all you do is go into Facebook, copy and paste your Facebook pixel ID, put it into Shopify and you have a pixelized store that's tracking everything inside of Shopify. And what's awesome is you don't have to build custom events, purchase events, or add to cart events or view content events, anything like those standard events are built into Shopify. You don't have to do anything with that. And that's the awesome thing about Shopify is they it's like an all in one, you know, platform because it communicates so well with Facebook. You bring in cold traffic. It tracks everything for you super seamlessly. And not only that, but on the back end, you get the access to the dynamic product ads, which is done for you. Pretty much you just go in and it's pretty easy to to do that. And if you don't know what DPAs are, dynamic product ads, definitely research that because it'll change your business. It really will. And again, it's a never ending revolving door. I mean, if you want a full fledged Facebook machine going on, get on the Shopify platform, bring in some cold traffic and do some DPAs and just let those things run. And, you know, you'll see a, a substantial increase in income. And then what's great too, is that we just integrated an app in Shopify with one of our clients. It's called shop message. So basically what it does now is it utilizes Facebook Messenger, which they're 68% more likely to open than an email because right now Shopify sends them an abandoned cart email and says, hey, you know, you have some stuff in your cart. But a, a Facebook message now goes to them and it'll it'll remind them three times. And we're seeing, you know, That's awesome, Epic. like we're seeing 75 percent open rates. And then the CTRs on that, which is the click through rate to go into your store is like like 40 percent. 
And that's because f- Messenger is so frictionless, right? Email is crowded. Yeah, and it's it's so much more personal, you know. And it's just a quick message. Hey, totally. did you forget? Did you forget something? Oh crap! Yeah, yeah, like what I talked about earlier. Yeah, I did. Actually, I got I interrupted. Got, I got one from a company yesterday. Actually, I had put something in my cart, and they reminded me. I didn't check out, and they said, "Hey, we'll save your order for three days." So instead of saying hey, come back and buy, you know, they were like, hey, you know, we're doing you a favor, right? But it was a reminder. Yeah, it gives you some scarcity, like, oh man, I need to I need to do this totally. in or else it's gonna be gone. Then I gotta yeah. do the whole process over, over. again. And yeah. Yeah, I love it. That's a brilliant tip, Jason. Shopify is great. It's it's an awesome platform and you know, it's not the only platform out there, but it really is one of the better ones to have for your business. Yeah. Uh, it's so clean. Jason, a year ago, did you know what uh, DPAs were? <laughs> Uh, no, just like I didn't know what CPA was or CTR or, or KPIs. CBS. Probably some LA police acronym or something like that. There's probably right. You could probably there. teach us stuff. Jason, awesome stuff, dude. We appreciate it big time. The other thing I, I, I wanted to mention is tours. People that do come to our event, we've got 20 tours at the Facebook ads headquarters in Austin. So pretty cool. Had to do that last time. First 15 people got to do that. And, and that is just an amazing way to, you know, get pictures and they give you a cool swag and, and you can use that as, as amazing, you know, credibility and authority as well. And it's, it's a lot of fun. So Jason, I was on uh, that tour. It was pretty cool, wasn't it? It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be there again. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Molly will be there. Yes. And uh, her, her stuff last year was Woo! one of the best, best Epic. sessions of the week by far. So it's going to be fun. Not only that, we have a lot of fun as well. Once again, it's dominatewebmedia.com forward slash consulting or dominatewebmedia.com forward slash get certified to go directly and, and sign up and, and apply and talk with Robert. You don't have to make any decisions. You can chat with Robert and uh, we're going to see if it's a fit before we make any decisions as well. I think my favorite thing about the certification event you guys had last year was how small it was. I mean, I got to personally know at least 80% of the people in that room and they've become friends. So if you are wanting to take your skills to the next level, go in and commit to, you know, a few days to really learn everything that you need to know. This is for you. And, and like Jason said, you'll also meet people that, that will become your buddies and, and your, your little tribe. So I highly recommend it. I think becoming Molly's <laughs> friend is reason enough to go. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real though, the relationships, totally. I mean, go. that's a big deal. That, that, that probably alone will, will pay more dividends than, than anything else, I think. And, and for me, it has at other events that I've gone to. So that's that why idea. it's small. Sure. That's why, that's why we did it so small. And because we want to refer people. And so Jason, how can people reach you? You're taking on clients, right? Yeah. What's the best way to reach you? Yeah, for sure. You can email me directly at jason at spotlightsocialllc.com or you can go to my website, spotlightsocialllc.com. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks again, dude. Appreciate it. Uh, We will be talking again soon. Thank you very much for having me on. Yeah. Next week, we've got another episode with Jason talking about the five questions you should ask anybody that is responsible or might be responsible for running your traffic campaigns. That's it. Bye-bye. Bam. See ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Grant, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. 
For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you.